superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Guess who's back? You believe in miracles? Yes! It's a big day for us here at the Rich Eisen Show. Excited. Yes. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I'll tell you what, man. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show. ESPN NFL insider Adam Schefter. Still to come. Legendary broadcaster Al Michaels with 1980 Team USA goalie Jim Craig. Plus your phone calls, news update, and more. And now... It's Rich Eisen. All right. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Great chat with Adam Schefter in uh, hour number one uh, from uh, ESPN, my buddy, formerly of NFL Network, now of ESPN. Uh, by the way, you know, people are just going to stop saying, was Adam ever on NFL Network? Like, literally, he's been, I think yeah. he's been on ESPN longer than he was on NFL Network now. I believe he's, he's getting to that point where I call that the Mike Holmgren point. Because at one point, Mike Holmgren wound up being the Seahawks coach longer than he was the Packers coach. And you're kind of like, really? Adam Vinatieri. Right. The Adam Vinatieri line. Longer longer career with the, with the Colts, Colts than, than he did with the Patriots. I know, right? Yeah, more important though with the Patriots. I know, right? A little more important. Hour number two of our show on the air. Um, and uh, we're back from vacation. Uh, and I'll be honest. My, my, uh, I'm looking at the Peacock feed right now. I'll be honest. Uh, my head looks bigger. I don't know. I mean, uh, does it? You could tell me. Did I? I, I don't think I put anything on. Uh, uh, does, does Peacock add ten pounds? I don't the black know. is slimming, no. and you got a black sweater on. Yeah, no, so. I kind of. I don't know. Is Looking because of Blake vacation Shelton. Oh, that's what it is. Ah, yes, Blake yeah. Shelton. Blake, what's up, man? Listens for to our show dude. every day. Big what up, fan. Blake? Hey, Blake. What up, Gwen? <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, now. Careful. Well, you just want to say hi to both of them. Okay, that's true. Because she probably is listening with him. Imagine that. He says he listens in his truck. Yeah, this is bananas. That's what he told me during the Arians Family Foundation uh, Zoom that I was hosting on Friday night. What is happening? <laughs> Dude, you're saying what is happening? <laughs> what is happening? And I, I lived through it. I'm like, this, this, this is the craziest thing ever. What is happening? <laughs> Came up with a jingle for the show, calling me a wizen. <laughs> Can we when hear it, it one more time? Well, it comes to football. Do you... Right, can, TJ, can come, I on. Say no to that? <laughs> come on. Why would I ever say no to that? Because, by the way, every single football segment I think should start with this jingle that's new to the show. Do you have that uh, all teed up, uh, Don Bowie? You got that teed up for us? <laughs> Don's back there. <laughs> I know his family. Uh, look. Like Mahomes in the Super Bowl? <laughs> go for it. Roll it. You ready for this? I'm ready. There we go. When it comes to football, he sure is a wizen. Rich Eisen. Hey, who? It'll get a golf clap from us every single time. Every time. time. My chair's turned. My chair's turned. I want you. Shout out to the voice. Oh, yeah. That's a four chair turn here. We just have all four of us turn our chairs. 
There you oh, go. Very good. Turn. Mike can't even move. I can't even move. <laughs> You're locked in there, Mike? <laughs> no, it's like I can't. <laughs> Mike's locked in. All right. So, um, so I, there were some crazy Zoom moments for me over the week. Uh, there was that, and then uh, getting Al Michaels and Jim Craig to sit down That's together. Great. And um, and uh, this was recorded last Thursday. We're going to play it in hour three. Today is the 41st anniversary of the Miracle on Ice. Remember, we've... We've had Al in studio a couple of times, right? Or is it three times? Yeah, it's been at least we do, two This or three. is like a tradition, yeah, like a tradition unlike yep. any other, yeah. where we have him in. One year, we hooked him up with Ken Dryden. Yep. Oh, this is what it was. We had, a we had him in, we had, we've had him in twice. So one year, he stuck around for two hours, or a full hour, and we had him on with Ken Dryden for one, and then Jim Craig joined for, for another segment with, with Al. Then another year, we had Al, and we hooked him up with Ruzioni. And I'm just like, okay, now we're new on Peacock. Let's go back to the well here and and get uh, Jim Craig and, and Al together. And that's going to be an hour number three of our show. Um, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here. So um, let's talk some association because um, sure looks like the Nets are asserting their authority. <laughs> Would you not say? They are figuring it out. Well, I mean – the question was, who's going to have the ball towards the end of a game and who's going to be, how's this offense going to work with Harden now joined in? Yeah. And apparently it was as simple as uh, what Kyrie said during the five-game West Coast sweep that the Nets just finished up. Um, him saying that, I guess, he turned to Harden and said, you're the point guard now. Boom. Out comes triple doubles like it's a slot machine. With, he's uh, going to assist. You know, he's incredible. He's just dropping, he's dropping damn near 20 dimes a night. And it's all working. Even when Durant's tapped out and he's just, uh, you know, taken off for the night. Five-game West Coast trip. Five wins. Five Ws. Didn't see that coming. And uh, they, they're, they're, they're just scoring at will. Last night, taking care of the Clippers, who you could make the argument was the best team that they faced, certainly with the Lakers without Anthony Davis now for a month. That happened while we were gone, too. Warriors Kings Suns, who um, are playing very well. I enjoy watching them play. Oh yeah, Chris Paul has got he's uh, got. I can't say he's got new life because he has new life every single time he goes somewhere new, which is a lot. Um, but they've been playing excellently. But the Nets came in and took care of them. Beat the Lakers. Beat the Clippers. Who's going to beat them? Now you're sitting here and wondering. Because the Heat don't look anything close to what the Heat were last year. Nope. Right? Bucks still haven't put very much significant like this together. Right? Something with the your Bucks C's, just your seems C's, off. Your C's are 500. C's are and I now just turn to you. My lonely eyes turn to you, sir. Uh, I think this is this, this is the Sixers' job. Whew, man. Whose job, whose job is it else otherwise in that uh, conference? That's what it. else you got? Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think me? it's Philly and Milwaukee are kind of the. I don't know if Milwaukee's got it. They still have the two-time MVP. So when you that's have, one guy, they've well, got three. I know, but they've got three dynamite players. Like the only team you could equate this team to playing like this with three dynamite players. Can you even equate them to the Heat? Because is Chris Bosh up there with one of these three guys? No, not even. So close. Uh, you know what I mean? Like you so, three of the top twelve guys in the league. It's right like. Now. Well, at that point, Bosch was a top fifteen. Like, don't ever forget how great Chris Bosch was. Right, but but he's not. I understand, but 
Bosch's role with Miami was different. But he it was, was also it was also one that he took on willingly. He was yeah. a stand in the corner and shoot threes guy. That's not what Kevin Durant's doing and Kyrie Irving is doing and James Harden's doing. Well, he turned into that because it was best for business. It's your job. It's your team's job. It's Doc's job. Oof. It's Embiid's job. It's Simmons' job. It's Tobias Harris's job. Well, it's we were talking about Darryl this Morey's job. Before, before the show, you basically, to, to beat Brooklyn in a playoff series, mm-hmm. you have to hope that two of the three guys have an off night. What are the chances of that happening? Yeah, that's, that's a problem. Well... We can know I, that can James, I give you? Can I get? We know that James. Ha, we know that James Senate. doesn't really do Senate. it. Do it in the Senate. playoffs. Senate. He of, doesn't really do it. A lot of questions there. He's got a long track record of you know kind of choking for lack of a better word. Kyrie Irving doesn't though. Neither does Kevin Durant. <laughs> Kevin Durant won <sighs> not one Boy. but two Finals MVPs with Golden State. Yeah, and Kyrie Irving hit the biggest shot in Cleveland history. I, I, they're. I got to say this, man. Normally you're like, what? It's going to take a while. Certainly when in COVID-19 land where things are different in terms of practice, in terms of ability to, to get out when you normally get out. It's come together faster than uh, maybe anybody thought, right? I mean, it's come together. Is it. Barring injury, this is the team to beat. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm not wrong. I think they have to be the favorites for the title right now because they are. you don't know oh, yeah. what Anthony Davis is going to come back and look like. Correct. What about anybody in the West take them out seven games? Could it be the Clippers? Again, the Clips? Are we sleeping on Utah? Oh, I think we are. They've been amazing. They have been. But, yeah, but we took them out. Who's we? I didn't see you out there. I mean, I was on the Although end of the bench. I know I'm turning to you and saying it's your job, so you can, yeah, you so can you go gotta make up your mind. Is it? Am I part of the team oh, or not? Oh, <laughs> Utah, I guess we are. They are the, the Utah just doesn't lose. They're the best record in the league. They got Gobert in the middle. They got Donovan Mitchell, despite Shaq's comments, right. playing out of his skull. Well, what did Shaq say about Mitchell? He told him he didn't really believe in him. You're not, oh, that you're was not okay. his face. Yeah. You're not With a headset on as a guest on Inside the NBA after winning a game. There. You know, we talked about that like three weeks ago when it happened. I think it was just like Shaq likes to try to motivate right. guys, and that's his Shaq way of, of doing it. But I mean, you know, Ingles, Clarkson, Bogdanovich, they're... I mean, Gobert's like defensive player of the year again. again. Seven uh, they, games, though. Seven games. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Seven games. Got to do it over seven games. And you got to think Utah's path to the NBA Finals no. a little more difficult than Brooklyn. I, I know it's easy to sit here and say that, that this thing's a wrap in the Eastern Conference, but I, I, I do like your Sixers. I do like your Sixers a I lot. I do, too. And, you know, because Doc has figured out what, I don't know what, I don't know what he's done or how he's figured it out, but the conversation of Embiid and Simmons can't play together is over. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's well, over. I mean that that was that was a loud conversation at the end of the Brett Brown era and throughout his time there. That was loud to you. It's now you don't hear it anymore. But when you're on Twitter and you go on Sixers Twitter, oh gosh. let me tell you, man, the the disrespect of Ben Simmons is not just among Sixer fans, but overall in that's NBA so Twitter crazy. is incredible. Like well, the dude for- can do everything, but okay, fine, he's not a great jump shooter. But the dude can still get to the rack. He yeah. plays. You talk about defensive player of the year. He's definitely in the running for that. Like so much Ben Simmons can do great. And we only focus on that one thing that he doesn't do well, which is a big thing. 
But why are you on Sixers Twitter? What are you doing? <laughs> you know better than that. I know. Are you are you on at Colangelo Burner? Is that what you're looking at? <laughs> nah, I just uh, you know I got to see what By the people way, are talking about. <laughs> is that a dated reference or is it too st- or too soon? Which too one soon. is it? Yeah, it's, it's still too, too soon. soon. Too oh boy! Soon. Too wow, soon. how about that? But with the big fella, I mean, Embiid is putting out of his mind, putting forth an MVP type no season doubt. so far. Can he yeah. do it in the postseason? Can he stay healthy? The two biggest questions when you talk about it. And okay, you know, anything can happen in the NBA. Clearly, you know, that's that Steve Levy line from Sports Nerds. It's the NBA. Anyone can make a run. You know, yeah. um, so you know, things things can go south. There can be injuries, and all you got to do for that is just take a look at. Um, the Rich Eisen Show Fantasy League team, the Dolan Wormholes. Uh-oh. My fantasy team last week. Okay, forget about the injuries. C.J. McCollum. I, I could sit here and yeah, the reason why I bring it up is I, I'm not I'm not I'm not doing the fantasy woe thing that people are like. Again, I, I've I've heard your bad beat story. I've heard your poker stories. <laughs> I've heard your stories about sure, fantasy. Sure, sure. You know, cry me a river, all that stuff. But I not only have one, but two guys, and I'd love to know how this works, two guys who are being benched by their teams while they figure out how to trade them. I've never heard this before. I'm sure it's happened before. You know, I know that you're not allowed to call anything load management before, so now you got to have a back, you got to have a calf, you got to have a hip, you got to have a knee, you got to have one of those things, even though it's load management. We all know it. But Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin are healthy scratches because we need to figure out we're not going to pay you in the case of Drummond. They got that. They got Jared Allen in the trade that involved 19 teams for Harden. Mm -hmm. So they got him from the Nets. Clearly they don't want to pay Drummond when he's about to get his aid. So sit him. And it's not like the trade deadlines tomorrow. Trade deadlines in a month from now. And they benched him last week. How is this legal? It's like, by the way, when a player has to be moved, he gets crapped on by everyone, but then a a team can decide, we don't want to pay you, so we're going to say you. How is this legal? I'd love for somebody to let me know how, within the collective bargaining rules, this is fine. Remember the the NFL with Gruden, Keyshawn, Keyshawn Johnson, where they sat him down for like, that's what he called, getting Keyshawn. And then the NFL put in a rule saying you can't healthy scratch someone for more than a month. Due to disciplinary reasons or whatever, you gotta right, right. You, you gotta play somebody yeah. when they want to play. How is this? And then Blake Griffin is just like he wants a new role. I want out. And they're like, fine, sit down. We'll figure it out. Take a seat, and you don't play till like March, April, and then it'll be one of those things. Well, now I got a knee, I got a hammy, I got this, I got that. You got to be load managed because you hadn't played in a month. How is this? <laughs> Honestly, I know this is born out of fantasy. Um dismay yeah but this is to me i've it's a viable tell me, question tell me I, i've been around talking sports thank goodness for a quarter century now with sports center i don't remember anything like this anybody remember another situation not with two players no or, or one who's one player like we're gonna sit you for six weeks yeah, while we dangle you out there blake griffin is making four hundred and forty six thousand dollars per game to not play to not play Oh, my God. We brought him up pre-show, Chris and I, and I kind of believe that wherever Blake Griffin goes could kind of swing. swing sure. Somebody. I mean, and Drummond. Be one of those guys, yeah. Drummond. Sure. You're hearing Drummond to the Raptors. Oh. 
Now, we didn't talk about them in terms of who can the beat Tampa the Nets. Ra- the Tampa Raptors? The Tampa Raptors. Well, don't forget City of Champions. City Champions. <laughs> so there's a serious, you know, intangible at play. But you put you put Drummond in the middle of all those guys. Siakam, Van Vliet. Van Vliet's out of He's been out sure? of Hey, look, everybody was like, okay, Ka- uh, Kawhi's gone. Van Vliet can't take up the slack here. Oh, he took it up. Oh, my gosh. He's, been awesome. He's a scorer of the first variety in the NBA. Yeah. Lowry, if he can stay healthy. You put Drum in there, you got yourself a little Nick Nurse. Oh, by the way, how about this one, too? What the Timberwolves did to Ryan Saunders, which is fire him after a game. Okay, you lose to the Knicks. Okay, we can't have that. I guess that's still the lowest of the low, despite the Knicks having a little high register year. They They... They fire him after a game in New York and replace him with an assistant from the Raptors organization. A different team. With a full, fully baked long-term contract. Never seen anything like that. Before. And we're that supposed to think like this was out of a, you know, like this is the last straw you lose to the Knicks. But they're going to hire someone from another organization in the middle of a season and with a fully baked contract real. and just basically. A little weird. What's up with that? It's very weird. That was only slightly less disrespectful than what Ant Edwards did to you, the oh. Watanabe, <laughs> on oh, Friday. Man, poor guy. Oh, my I God. saw how you did him on our uh, Instagram feed. I mean, Don't be this guy. You Van Pelt. Oh, you might ever wonder how you, I got here. Wait, hi, it's me. You might be wondering how I got here. Yeah. Van Pelt started SportsCenter that night with, want to see a dead body? <laughs> hey, you know, what Scott does every night at midnight is tremendous. And he starts his show with the best hot, the highlight everybody's yeah. talking about. Well, that was now it. we used to we used to start Sports Center with the game everyone's talking about, or if there's a top story in the league, you know, in sports we'd hit it. But it's just like here's that one thing that's been on your device for the last hour and a half, <laughs> and then we'll talk about it. And that was it that night. That dunk was phenomenal. Oh. It's murder. Uh, unfortunately, I think he made two of uh, 12 other shots that night. That's Who his cares? problem. But no one's ever going to remember that. Way, and he said that in the post game. There you go. Which was- Have you ever listened to this kid's post Oh, I love Anthony Edwards. He's amazing. He's going to, you know, he's got a personality to match. He's funny, yeah. He is funny. I know. Um, 844-204-RICH-NUMBER. Look at us talking to the association. Love it. Come on, Rich. I know, I know. I'm I glad know. you got I'm just, the fantasy. I'm, I'm working out of the NFL regular season here. You know what I mean? <laughs> when we come back, uh, a Twitter string on movie lines that uh, kind of oh. lit up my feet over the week. We'll nice. hit that when we come back. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.
This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here in the Rich Eisen Show with okay. our radio audience, talking about how Adam Sandler uh, celebrated the 25th anniversary of Happy Gilmore last week by setting up what looked like his phone, <laughs> leaning it up against a uh, like a T marker wherever he was, or, or against a tree, and then he goes and tees off like like Happy Gilmore. Said he hadn't done it in 25 years, and I don't think Sandler really tweets very much, like ever. Right? He's got a gajillion followers, but he never tweets. And then, uh, and then, Chris McDonald plays Shooter McGavin, set up in his house, <laughs> like he put into a glass. Yeah. And both things went totally viral. Pretty funny. And now, um, we we just showed the uh, the video of of Chris McDonald coming here. When he gave us a Shooter McGavin bobblehead doll, and I just turned to you, Brockman, during the the tape <laughs> rolling, and I said, "Where is that?" <laughs> and you gave me this look, and I'm like, "Did you lose it? What what happened?" Didn't lose it. This was uh, I want to say it was right before we came back from Christmas or yeah, something. Yeah, it was recent. It was recently. And I like came in to just make sure on Sunday to make sure everything was good before we came back on Monday. Oh, because you're a professional. You're going, you went the extra mile, Something so it's part like of this that. story. Part of that, I just wanted to work that in there. Okay. I don't think and I, uh, <laughs> I, I bumped the desk and it fell and broke. Is that it right there? No, so I have it, but he got disconnected. Oh, and, and, oh, and he's decapitated. Oh. And decapitated. Why'd you Ned Stark some like that? I mean, exactly. Oh, oh man. So there's no glue? There's no Well, I could, I could take it home and fix it. I just had He was just ready to give it up. He, the glue never even crossed his mind. Yeah, but yeah, come on. Don't give up. No, I'll fix it. I'll fix it. I mean, I had a bottle that they destroyed over here. What'd you say? I had a bobble and they destroyed a mine over here. Who's Don't they? say they. Who's Don't they? say they. Who's they? Who's not us. Who's they? Be a team player, Mike. Be a team player. Crew guys that worked on the floor in the past Look world. Look at you. I'm throwing it right at them. It was people fine. I, I left. under the bus. I came back. Keep and this they place. It. They oh, hit it. I can't believe it. Look at him throwing people under the How bus. Don't throw people under the bus. Don't. We're a happy family. We didn't uh, name names. Might have been a camera operator. No, I love him. No, you don't love him. <laughs> yeah, you just. Might like that bobblehead. I got employee of the month at the NFL Network. It. By the way, he's that got. A, a big... Do you know he's got a gif of him doing the uh, the <laughs> the Walker with the what's his name again? Jeff, Jeff Walker. Walker. Yeah, he tweeted it. He yeah. tweeted. Yeah, he tweeted it. He tweeted it at me. And Rich goes, I, I need that. I need that gif. <laughs> you shaking your head like that? Look at this guy. <laughs> By the way, you use that gif. Appropriately, I sent you somebody put into my line that somebody yeah. mixing on TikTok this song, you know, two songs. It was amazing. So I retweeted it and added you, and you then denigrated this person's <laughs> mixing by jiffing out your 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 head shake and what we accuse you of throwing a colleague of yours under the bus. You mean my friend Jeff? Right, and and you then denied this is what you were doing, and yet you utilized this Jeff. In the same spirit that we believe you actually did well, this. Because I, if you guys believe the way you want to believe it, I'll read <laughs> this guy. Right. What are if, you talking about? You, mean, no, no. I mean, you can believe what you want to believe, if but we I'll believe it. that you meant something the way that you meant it. Is, no, I mean, if you by did the that. Way, just, I, you know what? I, 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 know, I, know, I, know, I know you're all grown men, but I look at you in a way that I look at my children. I can tell. When my kids back off because they know that their brother or sister's on the griddle with me and Sue's, <laughs> right now the two of you, you know he's on the griddle right now. 
You don't like uh, Chris. You get this look. You don't make eye contact with me. <laughs> you just hunch your shoulders. You just look at your computer screen like you're diligently working. I'm working. I'm like a good protein pancake. Whatever starts, Brockman takes there. himself Flip out me. of the equation completely. <laughs> he, does. he does shut up very yeah, quickly. Setting up videos. <laughs> Some, see, look at you. You're like, yeah, okay. I'm listening. Oh, I'm. You're you're commenting about you a see, colleague. Nah, defense, he stinks. He in, stinks. He stinks. In, and this in, is the way that you gift it out. In you my defense, Rich, yes. oh gosh, that and I Uh-oh. say this in oh, all seriousness, go, people. It was that could go two ways. No, it can only go one way, believe, Mike. It can only is, right. And the other, what's yeah. the other? Or one? that I was expecting it to be a different person. And I've had people say, "I mean, they no, kind of you look, definitely have this look that <laughs> you, you no, no, no. There's this Great. look. There's this look of you having your interest peaked, yeah, which everyone like, across the globe knows. Oh, well, let me listen. Who's he gonna say? And then, uh, That's not the guy. I don't care that about that the guy. guy. No, and That's then it's no. a head back. No, it's a head back. Like were this. you in my head? No. But Mike, the other thing no, you hard. did, you told us right after that you'd never heard of him, the and then suddenly no, you've no, been no, friends for twenty years. You denigrated. I went with the joke. No, 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 no. I got to play. I'm good. No, no, no. I'm good. No, no, no. You're a good actor. You disrespected him a little bit. TJ helped you with that. A little bit. Little hey, bit. Brockman, do me a favor. Little Mention bit. someone I'm friends with, and let's check exactly. my reaction. No, I mean, we've done we'll this before. We've done, we've done this before. We've Wilmer done had this before. his baby last week. How about that, man? Yeah. I'm a, oh, I'm a Tio again. That's amazing. amazing. Congrats, oh. Wilmer. Congrats, Amanda. Yeah, go. that's my friend. That's how I look. <laughs> that's not go. the look Mike had. No, the okay. look he had was this effing guy. I grow up. I grow up with these people. When it comes to football, oh, nice, nice, he sure is a wiser. Use a drop to just change the subject. Right? Mm-hmm. Rich Eisen. What up, Blake? Thank you, Mikey. Blake Shelton. Awesome. Yo, Blake. <laughs> shout out. Shout out to Blake Shelton. That's Del Tufo's reaction Smitch, to Blake Shelton. I think Shelton, got that. Sean Mitchell got that for us. Okay, so uh, let I, I'm more than happy to change the subject now. Yes, sorry. So, um, on... Twitter, there's certain memes that, you know, pop up, and uh, I kind of dig them, certainly when they're pop culture related. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not just a sports talk show here, okay? So uh, I don't know how this wound up on my timeline, but it's it's a um, photograph or a full screen of what looks like um, a bulletin board of some sort with letters on it, and it says, random line from a movie that fans of it instantly know. And so I decided each day that I was off, I would just put one line up there and see the reactions to it, see if people knew what it was and what they got. So I had seven of them, and okay. I figured, you know, when I'm, right. now that we're back here, uh, now that we're back here on, on the show, um, let's go through all of this one by one and see if you guys can guess it. Let's do it. Okay. You, if you guys can guess let's go. Let's go. the line from the movie, and let's go ahead, go. you know, just chime in when you want, or you can, you can phone a friend by looking across the... Uh, studio and asking for help. Now, are these all black and white movies from the 40s? <laughs> Here he goes. <laughs> are they pre-70? Oh, my gosh. I was thinking of putting <laughs> in no, I was thinking of putting in a line from the Manchurian Candidate, <laughs> which you still haven't finished. Still haven't finished. The last, like, Despite <laughs> the Manchurian Candidate by director John Frankenheimer and starring I had Frank Sinatra Ooh, I had and Angela Lansbury... <laughs> One of the greatest movies ever. Easily. That I pointed out to you when you came up with this dumb construct of, yeah. of black and white movies aren't as good as color movies. Well, I said it's ridiculous to think what, uh, what Citizen, Citizen King, King is He's still very... the greatest movie of all time. That's absurd. Rosebud. Insane. 
But <laughs> so I was thinking of putting a Manchurian candidate line. That would have been funny. Oh, that would have been great. From the end of the movie, he would have known. Yeah, didn't. Yeah, All right. Here are seven movies. I think you're going to get more than half of them. Okay. Okay. Love it. The first one I, I think is a layup. Oh. We just chime first in. One, you, first one. Yes. First okay. one is candlesticks make a nice gift. Oh, that's great. Bulldog. There you go. I wouldn't have gotten that. I wouldn't. You would not have gotten that. I Robert not, not Robert Wall plays the. I would not have gotten that one. Plays man. the pitching coach. Goes to the mound. Sees what's going yeah. on with Nuke Lelouch and Crash Davis. Says to him, "I might not. You know, have we got it. problems here on the mound. What's the problems? Yeah, lists all the different problems. And we don't know what to get them for their wedding. For, for a wedding." And he just goes through it like sort of with the same cadence yeah. that a coach would go through to try and work a, a, a hitter and get a pitcher through it. And candlesticks make a nice gift. That's and then he goes on. I mean, well Robert, done. one of Robert Wool's finest moments. Well done. Okay. That's, so you're one for one. Um, oh, oh, number right. two. Number two. You ready? Here it goes. Do I look like I'm negotiating? Ooh. Do I look like I'm negotiating? You guys are drawing a blank. Not Wall Street. Hold on. It is not. Do I look like I'm... Do I, do I look like I'm... Are you counting it down? Or no, is I don't a, know where that bell oh came from. Oh, my gosh. That was, that was me. That was me. That was me. Buzzed in. Look at you. Oh, you buzzed in. You buzzed in. Uh, what do you got? I'm Glenn Gary Glenn Ross? No, no it is the, not. Who's the actor? Will that well, give it away? No, that'll it, it give it away. It does give it away. Okay. It, no clues. Do I do I, I'll say it one more time in the, in, in the inflection. Do I look like I'm negotiating? You give up? I give up. I okay. Give up. Greatest, in my mind, George Clooney movie ever. Oh. Michael Clayton. Ah, oh. Yeah, I never would have got that. I wouldn't have gotten that one either. This is at the end yep. where he's I'm not gonna uh, lie. I never he's, saw Michael. he's basically telling the Tilda Swinton character, who, by the way, Tilda Swinton won one an Oscar. Oscar. Yeah, good movie. And to me, feel free to at me if you wish. Mm -hmm. The best George Clooney movie ever. <laughs> I like up Michael I like Clayton. Up in the air. Michael Clay. There are so many ways I you know. can go with yeah. this. I'm gonna go with from dusk till dawn on that. One. Oh no, wow, that's an interesting baby. one. Oh, he was so, he was a bad dude in that movie. Michael Clayton is a remote drop. Gotta see it to the end, no yeah, matter yeah. where I pick it up. Movie, and his soliloquy at the end is amazing. I've never seen it. Oh, I have. Rectify either. that mistake, sir. Sorry. Rectify that mistake. Cindy right. Pollock. Oh, yes. Oh, I mean, great before he passed away. Yeah. Rich Eisen's show favorite Michael O'Keefe is in it as well. Mm. Oh, okay, here we go. Third one here. Oh, all right. I think this is an easy one. Don't yell it out, everybody. We got to like... Nah, this is oh, simple. I'm, I'm buzzing in. This is simple. I remember you were pointing my gun at me. Yeah, come on. The ultimate remote job. The fugitive. Yes. Uh. When Richard Kimball, played by Harrison Ford, breaks into the one-armed man's house, he knows that they're tracking him, he calls Lieutenant Gerard to basically say, do you remember what I told you when, but when we were together last? And he says, I remember. Above the, above the dam. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah. And he says, I remember Before you were pointing my gun at me. And he said, you know, I didn't kill my wife. And you said, you know, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> but I found, you know, uh, I found a big piece of the puzzle. You know, he puts the phone down and he's in the one-armed man's house and, I knew you'd get that. Uh, you guys, wow. I got it. Fugitive. I like the Fugitive. I, I definitely right. don't watch it as much as you guys uh, do. Like Chris that's a remote loves. drop. That's a remote. That's, that's a top five remote drop. Top five. Right? Okay. No doubt. All right. This is, now it gets tougher from here. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Actually, you're going to get this one. This is over. This one I thought of you. I don't like the C-note, Rosado. Oh. What's that from? Godfather, part number two. There you go. That's right. I don't like the C-note, Rosado. 
Frank Pantangeli gets a meet, goes to meet the Rosado brothers in the bar, and, and he goes and and one of the Rosado brothers hands him a uh, hundred dollar bill, you know, in honor and, uh, of their new partnership. And he's like, I don't like the C-note, Rosado. And then they turn on him and gunfight in the street right in front. Oh yeah. Why doesn't he like the C-note? He does because no, it's, 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 it's offensive. Oh. Disrespectful. You're, yeah, it's a disrespectful. You pass him a hundred dollar bill. What are you going to do? All right. But why is that disrespectful? I don't know. Old Italian. Ask Mario Puzo. Yeah. I don't know. Old Italian. Well, I didn't know if there was like a backstory that I may have the missed great, in the eight of, hours of that movie. My favorite characters in Godfather Two, I should mention Frank Pantangeli. You have that. You have that drop. I mean, on the rich eyes. This, this, this is this is this is at your disposal pretty much every single second. I mean, this is like. This is right. Let's hit them all now while we got the muscle. Let's hit them all now while we got the muscle. <laughs> I mean, one of the Because I was like, going to use the line from Godfather 2 of In My Home, where my children play with but, their toys. I would have gotten that too. You would have gotten that. Right, of course. But, uh, Michael, so, Michael the, Michael? and Hyman Roth as well. Oh, Hyman. All right. Now it gets tougher. Uh-oh. Are there any Eddie Murphy movies on this list? No, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. sorry. All right. So, I'm probably not going to get any of these. It gets yeah, tougher. Story. It gets tougher. It gets tougher. Billy Ray Valentine. I would be, I'd be proud of you, uh, one of you three, for getting this one Oof. correct. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, let's go. Oh. Nothing's riding on this except the First Amendment, the Constitution, freedom of the press, and maybe the future of the country. Oh! Oh, my God. I know this. I can repeat it. Please See, do. Is that all the president's men? That's Bingo. what I thought. Because ah. I just watched Ooh. it, too. Jason Robards, yes. who plays the editor Ben Bradley yeah. of the Washington Post, Post, when Woodward and Bernstein come visit him in his house and they're afraid that they're being watched and they're right. being monitored, they make him step outside in his pajamas and his robe to basically tell him yeah. that they think they've broken the case, but they're also in trouble because they might have screwed it up beforehand. And right. Ben Bradley tells Dustin Hoffman and... Robert Redford, nothing's riding on this except the First Amendment, the Constitution, freedom of the press, and maybe the future of the country. That's one of my favorite movies. Uh, Jason Robards won the Oscar for that role as well. Great movie. Okay. Well done. Proud of you. Brockman. Okay, here we go. We're back. Next one. Is it Goonies? (laughs) (laughs) Had to throw that out there. Go ahead. No, Mike, it's not Goonies. It's our time up there. Here we go. <laughs> shuffle, shuffle. Would you buy furniture from a store called Unpainted Huffines? Oh, my oh. God. I have no clue. Would you buy furniture from a store called Unpainted Huffines? One of my favorite comedies of all time. Oh, I think I might know this. What do you got? Let me ding in on this. What do you got? What do you got? Raising Arizona? Yes! Oh! Did you? You didn't look it up. You didn't look. Yes! H.I. McDonough. That's my movie. Raising Arizona, where Nathan Arizona, yeah. whose son is abducted. Unpainted Arizona. Right. He's, he's got a store called Unpainted Arizona, and you see the commercial for it on TV. And the FBI comes and puts him on a polygraph after he's announced that his baby's been abducted. And they say to him, you know, is it true that your given name was, you know, Nathan Huffines? <laughs> and they asked him, why did you change your name? And that's where he gives a line. Would you buy furniture from a store called Unpainted Huff Hines? <laughs> that's funny. Oh, gosh. I could have gone in so many different directions with that movie. The one I was going to put is, son, you got a panty on your head. You know, but <laughs> I, I got to be honest with you. I put that out there. And I know Twitter, son, you got a panty on your head. I just thought I don't need the response. Yeah, that was going to go. That was going to go left. I don't need the quick. response. All right, Let's last one. Put the money last the one for you. I like this. from my favorite movie of all time. Well, we know. We got. Yeah, we know what it is. 
Oh, did I give it away? No, we already know. know Yeah, I know what your favorite movie is. I said place it on Lucky Dan. That horse is going to run second. Yeah, the sting. I gave it away. Would you have gotten that otherwise? No. 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 Because it's either that or uh, what's the it called? Midnight Run. Oh, sun is well, on the Midnight Run. Like literally, if I had to take one film to a desert island, it would be The Sting. That is a great movie. Can we do this every day? Uh, we could. <laughs> you should see my timeline of people you just responding over and over and over. No, again. I saw you know some. By the way, that's the things that I do that you guys made fun of me. Don, about. can you put that out one more time? That's the actor Robert that. Gould. At the end of the film, I, I kind of don't want to spoil it because it's part of the sting. With Robert Shaw, oh my gosh, one of the greatest I mean, actors of all time. That's, that's, your, that's your guy that's from Jaws. Guy. Oh. Robert Shaw. I mean, amazing. I said, place it on Lucky Dan. That horse is going to run second. That's the sting. Like it. My favorite movie and of all time. And the theme was like huge on the radio. In New York. Oh, well, I mean, they would play the that. Scott Joplin music that just was Marvin the, Hamlish. Well, they would just play one that. One of the greats of all time. That was one of the instrumentals of like the 70s. That was oh, you insane. just did that with your nose. Yeah, the Robert Redford. Oh, Robert Redford. Such and, a great. And, and, uh, First time I watched Paul that, Newman. knew that they were faking. Oh, oh it was so man. great movie. Sorry, spoiler alert. No, I mean, it's I The mean, Sting. It's, it's, it's six you haven't seen it now. The poker scene in The Sting. It, oh, amazing. Now, I, I've been told by certain poker experts that that it's not like some of the action, and I, I've watched it back. The action is, I, I don't think it's... Oh, I haven't watched it back. Like, if you ever watch the action, it's kind of, you know, there's like string bets and stuff like that that no. would never go, but hey, I mean... Man, license. Game. Yeah, home game. Do whatever you got. On a train. On a train. Oh, yeah. man. Those scenes are amazing. There you go. We could do this every day as far as I'm concerned. Because there's so many. Like, what movie would you choose? One Mike, why don't you pick five for tomorrow and we'll do. You want you pick five? Oh, yeah. We'll do uh, one each day. You go tomorrow, Mike. You want to do right. it? That's what yeah, I just said. Totally well. Look at us. 100%. What kind of content? Content on top of content. Jaws is going to be on there. We know that. On the fly. Oh, on the I mean, if I go into yeah. Jaws, you can't do obvious Yeah, you can't do. You, no. See, that's another thing, yeah, too. Like, you can't do, ones. like, you know, can't do, we need a bigger boat. Like, I get it. Yeah, like, uh. Just do a, a no not as well known Again, it's a random line. Oh, I got it. It's a random line from a movie that fans of it will instantly know. Right. Yeah, it's you know gotta I mean? be so it's gotta be that you can't just like, say Jaws to me is we need a bigger boat. Every person right. if you we should have been keeping can't score. say like this looks like the start of a beautiful friendship. Like, got it. That's Oh come on, don't tell me you don't know what that is, Chris. What? It's Casablanca. Never seen it. What the hell <laughs> is the matter with this person? <laughs> and how is he here on this show? Not black and white. <laughs> Have you never seen Casablanca? 1942. Who like, cares? Bro, it's an 80-year-old movie. Don't bro me over Casablanca. I will not be broed <laughs> over Casablanca. You have to see it, Chris. They've made I, music I, I, videos about I that. I don't have to see multiple. it. Yes, you do have My to see it. My life is not infinitely better if I see Casablanca. Untrue. Uh, how untrue. is this improving my life? <laughs> but how is watching You've Got Mail improving your life? <laughs> That's a good point, Chris. Yeah. I don't say it does, but you're trying to argue that my life is better with Casablanca knowledge in it. I mean, when you put it in terms of, like, what's your life changing, I'm not saying it's life changing. No. 
I mean, I don't know how many movies are life-changing. There could be some that are inspire you to the point where you have a different outlook on life. I mean, that is what is so great about pop culture and art and music. I'll watch the first half. Oh, stop it. <laughs> well, if that's the case, watch you the last half. Yeah. That's the well, best. Chris, exactly. you, know Chris should, you should do a pod. As you know, we're starting our, our, our own yeah. pod label on Westwood One. Spoiler alert. We should do a pod of, of half-watch movies. <laughs> first half of movies. That that's all it's, it's, that all the pod amazing. is about. First half of movies. I, I, Boy, I, I got to tell you, this way, movie was great in the first. Stripes is Stripes like one of the all-time greatest, greatest first greatest half movies. Full Metal Jacket. Oh, stop it. No. Well, there's a difference. Stop. Come on. You watched that the no. whole way through. You just didn't like the second half. But yeah. he's talking about movies you've only seen. First half of for movies. Half of it. Or how about movies I've never seen and I'll only watch the first half. Yeah, but it's dumb. It's a dumb. It's a dumb. I mean, you just dumb. came up with the idea. Because <laughs> just to point out, I think it's stupid. <laughs> but hey, if we do it, you should download it. In the old days, Brock would have left at the intermission. In the old I, days, they had intermissions for every movie. So this went well. I, I like, like it. it. This is great. I mean, I saw it going around on Twitter, and I was reading. I saw some of yours and okay. some other people's, and I was like, this is pretty cool. Hey, I didn't know got any a, of them. If you got a line you want to try and stump us, 844-204-RICH, we'll do that too. Al Michaels and Jim Craig, hour number three. When we come back, we'll give you another little taste of celebrating the 41st anniversary of the Miracle on Ice. Coming up. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on our Rich Eisen Show radio network along with our friends at Peacock. Uh, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We're going to take some uh, calls in a second, but uh, just a reminder, don't go anywhere. My Zoom conversation with Al Michaels and Jim Craig coming up in hour number three. It's the 41st anniversary of the Miracle on Ice. I Zoomed with them together last week. It's a dynamite conversation. Here's a little bit of a taste. I think back to uh, when we did uh, the wrap-up show that night, the Sunday night after the Finland game, and Jim McKay uh, brings me in and Ken Dryden, and he he said, do you think this will live on for a while? And I didn't want to say for sure, because uh, otherwise, you know, in case it didn't, that would look like a dope. But if he would have said 41 years later, people are still talking about this and exulting. Uh, that was a miracle. That, how about that, Jim McKay, wrap-up show. Hey, you think this is going to last? This a miracle thing? Well, they probably weren't even referring it to as a miracle. I mean, it was no, they didn't. And that's why I do ask Jim Craig in the conversation, as you'll hear in hour three. I do ask him, at what point did he hear about Al's call? What point did it sink into the team that it was called? Do you believe in miracles? Yes, and people are referring to it as a miracle. And that conversation's great. And how he learned the person who, it, it's, a, it's a name of uh, somebody who's been in sports TV for a very long time. Uh, and who was the one who informed Jim Craig that, of the line. It's great. Conversation's great. It's hour three coming up. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Let's take some phone calls. Uh, Tim in San Diego, you're here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Tim? Hey, Rich Eisen. Welcome back. Thank Welcome you, Tim. back to all you guys. Appreciate Chris it. Chris Belichick up, and everybody. That's very good. Okay, very good. Eight rings. Yeah. Uh, well, I wanted to call in because um, you're talking about raising Arizona. Yes. And uh, I actually happen to know Tex Cobb. My older brother is ah. a really good friend of his. Yes. And he has some incredible stories about that movie and getting on that movie and dealing with the Coen brothers and everybody. And uh, he, when he interviewed for that job, he had never ridden a motorcycle in his life. Get out of here. <laughs> Is that right? No. And 
when they asked him if he ever had, he 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 said yes, he did. <laughs> and that's the way he gets on. He I mean, the story a lot better than I did. The famous uh, fighter Randall Tex Cobb, who played the uh, the Devil of the Apocalypse in that film, right. and he was on a the, the he was on a mo- he was on a motorcycle the entire time. You know, yes, he was. Uh, well, he he had to learn quick. Appreciate the call, Tim. Thank you. Greatest Nicolas Cage movie is Raising Arizona in the conversation. Yes or no? Quick. Yes or no? First br- first blush reaction. Yes or no? Chris Brockman. Give it to me. Never seen it. Oh. <sighs> I'm not going to lie. I mean, I've never seen it. You have to see it. Unlike Casablanca, yes, I, which I'd probably say you could go without seeing. Yes, I could see you watching Raising Arizona. All right, I'm in, all John right. Goodman, Holly I'm Hunter, in. Coen oh, Brothers. I think, it's, I, I think it's the best Coen Brothers movie. Period. Oh, ooh, now that's a bold. That's statement. a bold statement. That, that's I bold. I think it's great. I think it's. Uh, I think it's yes. With Fargo one A. Ooh, yes. Ooh. Hold on, hold on. I gotta yes, look. I gotta go now. Raising Arizona yeah, is brilliant. Yeah, let me go. <laughs> I have to look. Raising Arizona is brilliant. Shot, acted, hilarious, brilliant. Absolutely top five, Nick. And I don't want to hear what The Rock or all that sort of... I don't want to hear it. Con Con Air. Air. I don't want to hear Con Air. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) Big Lebowski. I will allow National Treasure. I will allow that. I'm in it. From Nicolas Cage. But leaving Las Vegas. Come on now. Moonstruck. Oh, I was talking about Coen Brothers. Come on now. I mean, Cohen Brothers. Cohen Brothers. Gosh. I know that. That's a deep bench. It's a deep bench. Yeah. It's a deep bench. Lebowski. I know. Oh, brother, uh, we're no on No country thou? for old oh, men. I know. Uh, it's a deep bench. It's hello, a deep friendo. bench. It's a deep bench. Oh, you could go. We could just do Cohen Brother movie lines, period. Oh, yeah. You could stay right there. I know, but do we really want to hand this off to day two to Mike Del Tufo? Are you fine with that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. good. Come yeah. on. Right. We need a laugh tomorrow. <laughs> Your top five movie lines. We got to guess them. We got to guess them. What day you want, Chris? Wednesday or Thursday? I'll take I'll take Wednesday. Okay, right. and you, you go Thursday. Do, I love. And bet, how about this? Susie will take Friday. Hey. Hey. I bet clean up like Aunt Edwards. There you go. She'll you take guys, Friday. What do you think? I don't watch movies. I mean, what, no, 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 no. We're no, just no, no. Like, like, like which movies you're gonna pick though? That's oh, kind oh, of, oh no, I'm gonna get you guys. That's the you guys. Yeah, yeah, you can't use like cat videos of Doug the Pug and. Yeah, we can't. You know, I'll give you this look. I'll give you this look. What is it? This effing guy. This effing guy. Literally, I grew up with people like that. That is the international symbol of this effing Hold guy. On, I gotta start writing. I'm gonna write my. Name. It is, Rich. That's definitely the look that you give when someone's speaking about someone you know and love, right? That's right. the look that you give when, you know, when we bring up Susie. That's the look that you give. But here's you know? the thing. No, here's the thing, though. TJ, you know I have I'm an opinionated man. Yes. And you hear sometimes when we're not on 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 the air. I my, hear some stuff. My, you hear unfiltered, unvarnished stuff. And the number of times you're like, you should say that on the air. And then I'll I, I will never say that on the air. <laughs> I wish you would. <laughs> but there are people in the business whose whose work I don't respect as much as others. I would never give that look on television. No. But you give it off air though for sure. I though. will yeah. definitely do that. <laughs> Hey, Stuart Scott and I said we, we wanted to do a, a pay-per-view sports center mm-hmm. where we gave our opinions for real oh, man. on what people did. Eyes and After said. Dark where we can cuss. Oh, yeah. Oh, Let's yeah. go. I'll tell you guys what I really feel I'll about. I'll say Phil, Flor, and Filth. I'm kidding. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? So I'll give you that opinion. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Jim Craig and Al Michaels, Chris Brockman's news update in hour number three. Do not miss it.